Yeah, you're on the Sonic Dog Blues and Roots uh, talking here with uh, Milan from uh, New Savages, great band out of Melbourne, Australia. Told in his head, the killer bathes, he burns in sin, begging the Lord, will you let me in? God said to Abraham, kill me a son and I will make you a man. And on this here, the seventh. Yeah, talking to Milan about uh, a new uh, album they got out, just called The Seventh Son. So uh, let's hear what uh, what to say. Hi, uh, Solid Dog Blues and Roots. So great to have uh, Milan from the new Savages um, talk about their new album uh, and uh, give us some time on the show. So thanks for coming down, Milan. Thanks for having me, Dennis. That's great. Now, great new record you just released. I think it's your first... First full length album. We've got a couple of EPs under our belts, but this is the first album I felt um, confident enough to call a a real album. Because? I just think it's a little bit better. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I just think uh, the time came and uh, it's a bit more of a serious release in some sense. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something more to it. It's tied into me in my artistic outlook on myself much more than the rest of it. So. Great. Well, there's some, some great uh, tracks on that album. It's called The Seventh Son, is that right? The Seventh Son. And um, we know that's got a background in the, uh, the blues. What, what, is it for, what does it mean for you, The Seventh well, it's, Son? Well, it's a phrase that floats around the blues, um, but it's, it's just a strong, powerful phrase that, um, I don't know, I'm a second son, but yeah. a seventh son is more powerful. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it uh, appears in a lot of songs. I think Muddy Waters is coming to mind. Yeah, Muddy Waters. A lot of old blues songs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, I mean, your style is very sparse. North Mississippi, Swampy, mm-hmm. Delta, whatever sort of um, terms people put on it. How did you get into that kind of music? Um, well, I, I just... I always loved history without realising it. And I, I always... Um, just went back. I, I, I started out like most teenagers, loved Nirvana, loved Metallica, heavy metal, grunge and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, wanted to be in a band for that. But I slowly just got interested, where does this music come from? And I slowly went back, you know, and I discovered bands like Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and stuff. And then I went back even further and I just kept going back. And the further back I went, the more um, just amazed by it all that I was. Um, and it just happens slowly, but it's it's something that's dear to my heart now. It's it's just a big part of me. Yeah, it's very hypnotic. The sort of blues that you do, it's um, yeah. it, it's hypnotic. I mean, you, you sing it's it, meditative. Yeah, that's right. It's spiritual music. I mean, that's why I think it's powerful. Um, yeah, it's the drone, the one chord drone. Yeah, yeah. And so, was that a sort of like a difficult to master that kind of sound? Did you? Talking with Milan on the Sorry Dogs and Roots from New Savages. Here's a track from the new album, Mississippi Black Blues.
flattered you think I've mastered it, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. You're always learning. Um, it came nat- that came more naturally to me than trying to play chords and pick out melodies and things. I just it seems so simple and pure and real, and it just it, I, I felt at ease with it and it felt natural to me. Mm, but I'm yeah. still learning. Yeah, and you play with a drummer, correct? Yes, it's just a two-piece. And then who's the current drummer in the band? Uh, Darren Seck now. Okay. Now, that, that uh, drumming in that kind of music takes a bit of talent as well. It's a different style. Than yeah, it's a very, very important part of a two-piece band is yeah. the drums. Yeah. It's the heartbeat of the music, and um, it, it greatly impacts the way I sound. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and your, your singing has got a very particular style. How would you characterise it? Well, <laughs> people say I sound like Jim Morrison or Johnny Cash. And uh, I'm happy with that as a base comparison. Yeah. I like to think I sound like myself, but um, I'm not going to be upset by being compared to a great artist like either of them. So. Yeah, no, no, fantastic. Now, when you, uh, when you, you took this move into, into blues, I guess... Yeah. Um, uh, you took it full time, uh, part time. How, how yeah. did you how did you become a musician with this area? Well, I just had a great burning desire to to work full time as a musician and to tour, play everywhere I could, and meet as many people as possible, and and share my music with as many people as I could. I think um, what I'm doing is valuable and interesting, and I like to have as many people experience the great joy and pleasure that I get from music, I'd like to share that to other people through my music. Yeah, uh, who's your audience? Is it, is it old, young? Um, people like you. People like <laughs> me, that's young. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's generally older, but we get all kinds. But, um, you know, I think blues, yeah, it's generally older people, but I don't think blues is going anywhere. I don't think it's going to die or anything like that. It's just... It's a deep kind of music that people don't necessarily understand uh, as soon as they hear it. But yeah. once they get into it, it grabs you. You're into it like I am. So yeah. you kind of yeah. you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah it that's just, right. It, yeah, it doesn't let go of you <laughs> once it's got no. you. <laughs> I mean, the, the audience for blues is old. It's always yeah. post 45. Yeah, And I think much. that's around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And yet, you're not in that age group. You're in the much. Um, no, I start when I was in high school. I just wanted to be like Sun House and Skip right? James. Yeah, <laughs> I still do. But yeah. uh, even when I was 17, I just thought, man, Sun House is is the original rock star, really. So this meant you had to sit on your own at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot of my friends growing up were into music at all, let alone like Delta Blues and things like that. Yeah. But you went over the States yeah. uh, recently, didn't you? What, what, was, uh, what happened on that tour? It was great. I, um, you know, I, I thought about it for so long. It, it, it was like a, it's like a pilgrimage almost to, to go there. And, um, you know, it, it exceeded my expectations. One great thing I wanted to do was meet some descendants of old bluesmen. Yep. And I had the great pleasure of meeting uh, Kent Burnside, who's the grandson of R.L. Burnside. And uh, we kind of hit it off. And um, I'll be bringing him out. We're going to do a tour together with the New Savages and Kemp Burnside in, in November later this year. Fantastic. So, I think I saw something about that. And I was... Yeah, we've got Queenscliff Music Festival booked in. Yep. And we've got a hall in Trafalgar. And we've been offered a few other things but haven't locked in anything. But we're looking at something like two or three weekends. Great. Um, 
listening to uh, the New Savages uh, on, the, on the dog, and uh, here's a track from an earlier New Savages album. Down, girl, my back is tired, for I will meet you in the morning light, for I will meet you in the morning light. just bring some of that true Delta Mississippi hill country blues into Australia I think Kent is uh, an incredible musician yeah uh, mainly a guitarist or singer as he's well he's a singer and a guitar player um, you know he's done really well off his own back he's toured Europe a bunch of times he's toured America pretty much non-stop and um, I'm looking forward to just jamming with him and learning yep. what he knows great we'll look, we'll look forward to that for sure yeah you, you're involved with the Mississippi Memorial Fund as well. I, yeah, I, I saw yeah. something on a website and I, and I went hunting through it and I said, Hello. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> the Mississippi Memorial Fund. Did you, did you spill the beans on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's uh, a historian I met when I was in Mississippi as well, uh, named Dwayne Moore. He's got a PhD in African American history and he specializes in blues history. And, um, you know, we have some kind of connection to each other. We just. It, he's he's uh, he's a very interesting character, and we're building this website to uh, try and uh, help tell the story of the blues. Yeah. Uh, in a map form, it's an interactive website with a map and articles, and I'm hoping to get other contributors, other blues writers, to jump on it. Yeah. Uh, but you know that's still early days, and in and is that on the web now? You can check out an early version of it right. if you want to on bluesmaps.info. Great. Uh, that's bluesmaps.info. If you want to check it out, it's still in development. But um, if you like what you see, please get in touch. Fantastic. Let's come back to the record. Um, how many of these did you write yourself? I wrote all these songs. All of them? Actually, all eight of them. All uh, eight of them? Some of them share names with old blues songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, Love's in Vain. But yeah, it's a I saw that. I it's a different that. song. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just take phrases and bits and pieces and um you know you can hear bits and pieces from songs and hear from other songs but i i i think i wrote them as much as anyone can write a blues song yeah now there's songs on there like brother i'm your keeper mm. it's sort of like an old testament biblical yeah. uh, thing is, is, yeah is, is that was that the intention my life <laughs> yeah definitely i think there's a lot of power in the old testament i yeah. think it's a big um really powerful book i'm not religious but um it's the foundation of western culture as far as i see yeah, a lot of prophecies in there uh, and the prophecies <laughs> and all this stuff i uh i'm just fascinated by it i've read genesis a lot yeah and uh i think they're powerful stories and they're eternal stories yeah and the blues is eternal and the two go together well not so much blues, but Bob Dylan write a lot of his songs with the Bible open too, even though yeah. he's, he's uh, yeah, he did. from the, the Israeli branch. He did. He did. <laughs> that, that's right. Um, so have you got any favourite tracks on that album? Uh, I'm looking at the track list now. 
And uh, I think Brother, I'm your keeper. Maybe two white horses, blues. I think all of it's pretty good. Yeah, no, you all, know, all the tracks I've... Um, I cut down a lot of songs on it. Is that it. right? Yeah, I just thought only the best. Uh, and where did you record this? I recorded it in a little garage in Coburg. Yeah? With a friend of ours. His little uh, studio he's built. You know, his tiny little garage is about two rooms. It gets really hot in there. Yeah. But uh, that's the way music should be recorded. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, on the dog, yeah, talking with the Milan from the uh, New Savages. Here's a track from the new album, The Seventh Son, just called uh, Brother, I'm Your Keeper. You're taking this on the road, this, this album? Yeah, so we've been on the road with it for the past uh, two months. Pretty much June and July was pretty flat out. I think we did about 17 shows around the country. Yeah. And uh, we're about to launch the album at uh, in St. Kilda in our hometown in Melbourne on the 17th of August. And uh, yeah, that'll wrap up the tour. Fantastic. And where's been the biggest response you've had? Poor Lincoln. Port Lincoln, South Australia? Yeah, it's about uh, 15 hours west of Melbourne. Yeah. Maybe seven and a half uh, west of Adelaide. Yep. The furthest we've driven to. And um, that was amazing. And, uh, you know, two weeks before the show, we had about, I think, 12 ticket sales. Yeah. And we were getting really worried. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was probably the biggest response that we Is that right? Yeah. So what do you put that down to? Um... I don't know. Just, <laughs> I have uh, no it idea. just happened. I don't know. It just for whatever reason we connected to the town. The people that were there promoting us somehow managed to touch into a great section of the society that really 
were interested in what we're doing and really connected to it. Fantastic. You know, we do better with rural towns in general, like Port Lincoln, than we do with um, with cities and stuff. It seems to be a common thing now. People like there's people doing um, you know tours of uh, memorial halls and yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, back back of Burke. And, they're great. Uh, they're great places to play. They're like little theatres, really. Yeah. You know. And maybe the people uh, there staff for good live music too. That's the other thing. They don't. They're not so oversaturated. Um, the thing about music is you have to give music a chance to let it into your heart. Mm. And uh, if you just bombard it every day by, you know, a million advertisements for a million bands, yeah. I, I just it all starts looking the same to me. I don't take notice. Yeah. But uh, if I was in a small town and there was nothing else going on, I might give someone a chance. And that's kind of what you have to do to a new artist. So, yeah, people give us more of a chance. And I think if you give the new savages a chance, you'll, you'll see what it's about. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. good music. Yeah, no, for sure. So what are you going to do uh, future-wise after this album? Have you got any thoughts? Future-wise? Well, I'm working on the Kent tour. Yeah, and I'm uh, putting most of my resources to that. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to take a short little kind of break. Yeah, because uh, I've been touring pretty much nonstop for about three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I'm I'm keen to take a couple of months off and yeah. just focus on the Kent thing and um, probably hit the road back again after that. And so, when you're not doing New Savages, what music do you listen to? Or I listen to. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of sixties and fifties pop music. Yeah. <laughs> I love like doo wop and <laughs> doo wop. Yeah, like Motown and you know. Which is uh, not New Savages, is that? No, that's not New <laughs> Savages style music. I really like that. Uh, I like a bit of country music. Yeah. Yeah, here's an earlier new uh, Savages song, Woman I Love, uh, talking with the Milan from the New Savages about their new album, uh, The Seventh Son. There's a force untold. She's a gust of wind. Drive straight through my soul. Carter family. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Really? Well, I am, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't just listen to myself. No, no, <laughs> stop. Yeah, well, I listen to my own radio show. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a name for that. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's good that you have a diverse range of influences, uh, I guess. I tried to. Yeah. What, when you're writing, what comes first, the music or the, or the lyrics? Um, I used to think the music came first, but I realise now the lyrics come first. Yeah. And the lyrics come before I even write them down. There's just a phrase or a general feeling or some kind of spiritual essence that a couple of words have through their poetic strength that is where a song comes from. Yeah. That's where it starts for me. Yeah. And then the music comes and then the rest of the words come. But there's generally a few phrases or something that kicks it off, that initial spark. It's, all, it's, all, it's generally always lyric-based. Right, so um, so you're, you're interested in meaning and um, of course, and, and, what, and what, what so some people, yeah, I think so. Surprisingly, I mean, some people are, are, are musicians and they say, oh, I only listen to music, never the words. That's funny. I, yeah. I mean, I look at it. I'd go the other extreme. I'd say the music itself is kind of uh, just a means to an end for conveying a message. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to speak a message that uh, can't be said in words that can only be communicated through music yeah but um, the music isn't as important as just the general kind of poetic soul of it yeah you know, I agree with you I yeah. agree with you but I'm, I'm sometimes I'm fascinated by people who say I don't yeah. listen to lyrics because I'm, I'm a I like lyrics and music. Yeah, I the think The two so. together create the emotion. I, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. And I think people sometimes maybe fool themselves when they say that they don't listen to lyrics because how could you not? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's a great, great piece of work. We, we, uh, the Solid Dog, we love the, this new Savages sound. Great name too. Thanks. <laughs> we get a lot of compliments on the name. I appreciate it. <laughs> but but uh, what's in a name? Uh, well, yeah. a, new, a new disc. <laughs> yeah, a new Savages. Um, now, you can, people can get this by... Um, at the shows or if yeah. you want a hard copy where do they it's get it's available you can stream this on Spotify yep um, you can go on our website thenewsavages.com and you can grab it on our store there and that's you're buying it directly from me so I'll be signing it for you and you know we give you a nice little present just yep. something little if you buy it online as a thanks for supporting us yeah um, so yeah if you, if you want to check it out listen to it on Spotify and if you like it Maybe grab grab a copy off thenewsavages.com and um, get a signed copy in the mail. I'd love to love to send one through. We've sold a few to Europe and America, so don't feel afraid. That's fantastic. Um, and of course, they, you're coming to the end of a tour, so but um, yeah. you can get on that website and see new gigs coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The website is the hub for all things New Savages related. And so sign up to the email. Yeah, we got a mailing list to stuff. sign up. <laughs> We're getting a few people every week signing up, so it's slowly building, become part of the family. We're going to, if you sign up, we'll be putting content out there that's going to be um, good. Excellent, excellent. Well, look, I really appreciate your time. It's a great piece of work uh, you've done there with, with this new album, Seventh Son. Thank you. And um, we'll be putting some uh, music cuts in uh, to the interview. And hope people can get along to the Firefly in St Kilda on uh, the 17th of August. 17th of August. And Charlie then, Bedford will be supporting as well. Fantastic. If you miss that, you get on the New Savages and, um, and have a listen by the album. It'd be a great thing. Well, thanks again, Milan, for giving us some time on Solid Dog Blues and Roots. Appreciate it. In the name of the God you trust And so they kill the devil With bare-boned hands Cursed again they yeah, we've been talking with the Milan from the New Savages, um, going out with a cut from the the, uh, the new album, The Seventh Son, Devil Sent the Rain, number two.
Of course, you want to see the new Savages in Melbourne Town, August 17th at the Fireflies of Kilda. Or you can get on their website and uh, watch their travels and uh, grab hold of some of their music. It's great stuff. from the New Savages and you're on Salty Dog Blues and Roots.